1: I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is
0: 94198377. You've been listening
1: to the sound. You could never understand feel the fortune flowing. You know it is? Affordable, reliable tra- Affordable, reliable transportation is no doubt one of the most valuable but unrecognised tools of relief and development work there is. A bicycle is an industrial revolution in an individual's life. I want you it to all the bicycle riders in Bicycle Rider, Bicycle Rider, And good morning, Monday morning, happy 3CR listeners out there. This is the Yarrabug Radio Show here on 3CR, 8.55 on the AM dial, podcasting, streaming, tranny on the kitchen, we're here for you. Many thanks to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now. We've got a big show coming up. We're going to talk a lot about a few things that are happening around Melbourne, news and events, summation of the week that was, what's going to happen the next week. Good morning, Faith.
0: Good morning, Val.
1: It is a peachy sort of autumnal it, day out there, isn't it? It's one of
0: those perfect Melbourne autumn days, and I think we're we've probably got a whole week of them lined up.
1: There you A little bit of dew on the grass this morning. A little bit of, a little bit coldish. But Best time of the year. Yeah. Now a bit of sunshine. Oh, what's happening? Where's that bike moment?
0: <laughs> actually, I had a few bike moments this weekend. But um, look, one was uh, on the work. We were up at Bright on the weekend. Um, doing it tough. Doing it tough. The, the in-laws are over from the Netherlands, and they they haven't actually been up on the rail trail, so we uh, took them up. And rented a couple of electric bikes. There's a few places you can do that now up there, and uh, they managed to do sixty k's down to Murtoford and back, stopping with for berries and ice creams and all the uh, other good stuff on the rail trail. But my bike moment was actually on the way home, on the uh, um, Hume Freeway. I, I was catching the train, and at the last minute, my brother decided to drive down, so swung past Wangaratta Station and gave me a lift. Yeah. And I think we were just approaching the Strathbogie exit and you know how it's possible to ride your bike on the Hume Freeway? There's a a big shoulder with a sign in it saying, you know. And And. once in a while you see a cyclist doing it. It's usually pretty hardcore roadie. Yep. So there's this um, person riding on the shoulder on a pretty busy Hume. everyone doing at least 110 yep. um very upright yep on their upright step through nicely dressed skater helmet on still very warm just pedaling away with you know the semi trailers whizzing past them. Uh, and I thought you know there's yeah Good on them. Good on them. I
1: oh admire your courage. Yes. The worst part about it is that there's a parallel road about a couple of hundred, not far away. Well,
0: anyway. I was looking out for that, and uh, I think this is one of those sections where you, if you want to get to the town 20 k's down the road, it's probably an 80-kilometre route through back yeah, roads. Uh, this uh, might be one of those sections where there's a gap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh God, i There's a bit where you've got to cross the hum- sometimes when I ride up to the Strathbogies mm-hmm. and... You can stand on the side of the road for ten minutes. Yeah, getting across one part of it, then another. Ten minutes getting across the other yeah. part of it,
0: and those exit ramps. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: you think riding up Punt Road or Hoddle Street scary because there are so many cars, but they're not going a hundred. No, no. no. Uh, look. Um, I've had. A, I must have, attract these bike moments or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, a couple of them fall into a, a certain, you know, genre. I'm walking the dogs back from my local park there in Leeds. I can hear a, somebody out riding on a bike from behind me. You know, so st- oh, he's, he's saying something. Anyway, comes past me. Um, he's singing. Got the slalom going down the narrow little,
0: yep,
1: um, yep. little uh, lane with the cars um, parked on both sides. Halfway down the street, because he's riding just away in front of me, hands come off the handlebar, above the head, a couple of boogie moves as we move <laughs> along. And the line of the song was, I love my life. <laughs> as he got to the corner and turned left and off he went. <laughs> it was quite nice.
0: <laughs> Perfect uh, bike riding song.
1: News and events, what's happening in the cycling world? Well, news. News? Um, Sorry, bad segue. <laughs> the
0: segue is fine. Look, I was. The, the news item I got stuck on this week was um, looking at the uh, RACV issued a statement about um, changes to Sydney Road, which. Um, was then reported on in the age. And it's just one of those stories that brings a lot of interesting elements together. Um, The RSCV their statement basically was um, Sydney Road, for several different reasons, has to go through some big transformations to enable more people to move along it. Um, And the one critical factor slowing everything down is the on-street parking. Um, and they've come out in favour of removing that parking. Um, in off-peak hours, the traffic on Sydney Road has an average of nine kilometres an hour. In on-peak, where there's a clear way in place, it reaches a high of 17. Yeah. Um, but it's not only about the traffic. The other thing is that the state government is required to have uh, the high-access tram stops in place by 2022. Mm. So there, Sydney Road is narrower than most of the arterials that yeah. come down. It's narrower than High Street Northcote. It's narrower than... Bridge Road,
1: yeah. the top, all those other ones. That...
0: So as soon as you look at, okay, those tram stops have to be there.
1: Yes. That's a killer. Record.
0: Something has to give. You can't no. have the parking. No. Um But it was interesting because as soon as this was reported on um it turned into a story about cyclists. <laughs> Even though the the main driver is one, those tram stops.
1: And traffic times. and two
0: traffic flow. Yeah. Flow of trams yep. and flow of cars.
1: There are, they've got to get the trams to run quick anyway. Yep, that's yep. part of it as well. Yep. Yeah.
0: No, that's a big part of it. And so Vic Roads have had this strategy in place for a while about how do we move more people along these arterials, and that's where the yeah. part of it is about having bigger trams. Um, so that's why there's been a lot of works on the rails required for the bigger tramways. Trams, and uh, also having them run more frequently. Sydney Road, the number 19, is the fifth busiest tram in Melbourne. Is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, again, that's another – you've got to be – you can't have traffic holding up trams that have 100 people
1: in them. No, for two cars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, the really interesting thing about why this causes such a fuss as soon as you say, let's move – but on-street parking, parking, is that Sydney Road is very unusual in that it has an embarrassing abundance of car parking behind the shops.
1: Behind the sh- On both sides of On Sydney. both sides. Oh,
0: there so. are 3,000 car spaces.
1: Yep.
0: Um, immediately behind the shops, like Barclays Square, um, Aldi, uh, there's a couple more no, up towards Albion to Streets. Yeah. Yep. So in all there's three thousand spaces and you would lose six hundred spaces by removing on street parking. Is that all? And those three thousand spaces are underutilized. Most of the week they are substantially right. empty. Yeah. So the the space is there for those cars to move to. So again, that's a luxury. Most streets wouldn't have that.
1: No. Um, well, High Street North, you brought it up, certainly hasn't got it. No, no, no. Well, there's one down the other end, but that's... A,
0: but that's one. Sydney yeah, Road has it all the all way, the way along. along. Um And that's not even looking at the street parking around it. That's just the yeah. actual car parks. Um, there's 400 spaces that Moreland Council could make free to use, and that would take two-thirds of those 600 spaces. Um, so we have the RACV who are in support of this plan, and the plan involved um, making the sidewalks wider, so making it easier and safer for pedestrians to use, a nicer area to sit on if Mm. you're doing that outdoor cafe thing, Um, making it easier and safer to get on and off trams, and putting in a bike lane, so making it easier and safer to move along. Yeah. Right. So Vic Rhodes are keen, Moreland Council's keen, Keen. RACV's keen.
1: I know where the stopper is.
0: (laughs) And the only person, the only people who seem confused about this idea is the Sydney Road Traders Association. And it's really interesting, this being so stuck Still, on the idea that your customers are parking outside fr- your, your shop. shop. Yeah. Um, there was a survey done of 143 people shopping on Sydney Road, and of the 143, two of them had parked on Sydney Road. Out of the
1: 143?
0: Yes. Uh, the survey was done in late 2015 and early 2016. Uh-huh. And yet still, the Sydney Road Brunswick Association insisted that the RACV's proposal would damage hundreds of small businesses. Oh, they've replied the to it. I
1: haven't seen their reply to the RSCV's idea.
0: So yeah. they're, so they're saying, you know, of course, bikes, people coming on bikes are our customers as well, but we don't understand why they can't use the upfield bike path one block away. Now, the interesting thing about that is all these cars would be parked less than a block away, yeah, so they can't there's no problem with a cyclist walking a block no. from the upfield to Sydney Road, but there's a huge problem for someone in a car yeah to walk a block, and as most of our listeners probably know, the upfield is already over capacity at much of the time, and it's going to be having large sections of closures over the next few years as level crossings are removed.
1: And that's the other kicker because there were yeah. one, two, three, more, I think, level crossings in the space of yeah. a kilometre and a half.
0: And more importantly, the upfield can be useful to get you down towards Royal Park. But if you're wanting to get to a business on Sydney Road, you need to be able to ride yeah. on Sydney Road.
1: So, And it's, um, I mean, not to make too fine a point about it, Nobody's going to make a law that says cyclists have to go on upfield path. No, you know, no. Where it's a red, well not registered, but it's a legal vehicle on any road. Yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. But also that this is the angle that the traders' association immediately come out with. Yeah. Oh well, it's it's about cyclists and why prioritising them when really it's it's about giving more people access to the trams yeah. and keeping the trams moving and keeping the traffic moving. But it's become a story about cycle
1: lanes. Nah. And it's – um, I mean, I, it, Melbourne's lovely in those little satellite places yep. around Melbourne. High Street Northcote's a perfect example. Sydney Road, Brunswick, yep. and further north is another perfect example. We really struggle, I think, to think of the idea that one of those streets could be pedestrians and trams only. Yeah. That is what we, – we know that that's what's going to happen in the future. People are not going to be driving up single occupancy um, petrol burning cars driving up in Sydney Road. That's not going to happen in twenty years. It just changes the whole nature of the place so much better. It gives Sydney Road the village, more mm, a fresco be sort of. So much place, easier to. Even if you just did half of it. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, walking down on um, the footpath on Sydney Road, it's congested. It is. And if it's a bit wider, that will make
1: a huge difference. Yeah. A couple of planner boxes, a little bit yep. traffic management. What's our friend from New York? We need her to come into town. <laughs> Janet, <laughs> Janet Satterkahn. Just put, put up the uh, temporary barriers at the end. The <laughs> other thing about this whole thing, and just what I was talking about then, when um, uh, they, had, they had it twice or three times in Sydney Road, so uh, named after yep. the.
0: Ciclovia or Yeah, yep.
1: Bogota and Colombia have it yep. all the time, and I think that brought home the people how actually you make that whole street more human. Yeah. By actually making it scaled to humans, as and yep. not the. Uh, takes a while to convince people, though.
0: It's it's just incredible that you know, I just find the um the uh, yeah. It, that it's still such an issue, even when there is now all the data that yeah, shows yeah, yeah, yeah. how beneficial it is to traders. Yep. You know, um, making it a more pleasant place for people to hang around and stay. Yep. And uh, creating that life and making it easier for locals to get to your shops. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm not the RACV is not some. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say trotsiest organisation that. Um, for it to come from the RACV, I'm remind people that five or six years ago, the RACV ran a campaign to knock on the head the idea of 30 and 40 kilometre yeah. local speed limits. I yeah. mean, this is not a group of people who want to look after anybody apart from motorists. Yeah, but if they it's, can it's better it, for motorists yes, because of
0: instead of crawling along at nine kilometres an hour on average, you might be able to spend more time doing that 17 kilometres an hour that yeah. is in, able, possible in peak hour. So it will – and, you know, if the trams are moving more frequently and not being held up by traffic, more people will use the tram so then when those who need to use it as an arterial will have the space to do so.
1: And those, um, from looking at High Street Northcote and looking at Bridge Road, although there's not the pedestrian traffic up there, when the tram stops at the same level as the footpath, where everything's on one level, there's not a – Differentiation between you where know, the foot passes and where the tram stops. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but I've noticed in the last six months the number of people who drive past a stop tram with pedestrians getting on yeah. and off. It's you know the tram drivers there ringing the bell and pedestrians are going like this, but people just drive through. Yeah, that whole idea that the tram then is on the same level. Yeah. I think makes a bit of a difference as yeah.
0: well,
1: and it does change the. The High dynamic. Street Northcote's still got parking both sides of the road. Yeah. But they've got those it's a trans dots. road. It still changes the way the, still, it moves. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's made a difference. So um, if you are interested, one of the places that has really good information on this is the revitalised Sydney Road uh, website. And that's at sydneyroad.org. Um, so that's one spot you could have a look. And there's also the statement from the RSCV on the RSCV's own website.
1: And we'll be back just after this subscribe message. If you haven't subscribed to three C R this year, didn't subscribe last year. Now's the time now's to a make a really good time to make now's a really so. good time to get in quick. <laughs>
0: Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent.
1: And you're back listening to 3CR, the best little bike show in Melbourne. We're up to news and event. We're up to events, actually. Um, I'll just touch a little bit of news for all those tech heads out there. It's nice to know that the bike industry is... Still love suing each other all the time. <laughs> um, there's an ongoing court case between, uh, Shram and I think Fox. I can't remember who names who. Of course, um, breach of patent. I think it's all about the, um, one by 11 drivetrain system. They're all getting their little cogs in a mess over this and suing each other for millions of dollars, which is quite funny, actually. <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to remember Campagnolo spent something like three and a half million dollars once suing Chris King, I think it was, who said they had a very lightweight hub, <laughs> and Campex spent three years dragging through the court, lost every case, for <laughs> oh, about three and a half million. It was really quite interesting. The other news, and everybody thinks, you know, we all love our cycling. Doesn't matter whether I get a free bike from Hard Rubbish or somewhere else. Shimano's sales went down last year, seventeen percent. No bike sales. Either somebody's get making better gear than them, or yeah. A, uh, and that's just that's not the fishing division. We know that's going downhill because there are no more fish left in the ocean <laughs> for them to get. What's happening in the – how do I get out and share a bike ride with somebody?
0: Uh, look, if you're there's a lot on at the moment. Um, it is that perfect autumn weather for riding. Uh, coming up on Wednesday, March the 8th, is a pushy social ride for 55 and over. So – This is uh, going to be based over in Mooney Valley along bike paths on the waterways, parks and open spaces. It's a a one-and-a-half ride run by the Squeaky Wheel and it's going to cost $5. It'll be leaving from the Men's Shed in Flemington and uh, will run from 10am and that's this Wednesday. So it's really... uh, just an opportunity if you haven't been on your bike in a while and you'd like to get back on it in a relaxed way um and just have a bit of an explore with people very similar to yourself then uh, this is the ride for you and the details about that ride you can find up at the squeaky have a look soon because it's coming up on wednesday
1: and don't forget to take your birth certificate or your passport along to, to prove, prove that you are actually 55. <laughs> yeah. Or any of those young whippersnappers no, coming along no. for the ride. Ever feel like that you like to ride your bike with the wind in your hair, like most Europeans?
0: Most, most of the world, is Oh, isn't sorry, it? most
1: of the... Oh, apart from New Zealand. <laughs> um, stop finding healthy transport as a ride... That is emphasising the fact that actually you don't need a helmet to make you very much safer, and that's on today, the eighteenth of March coming up. To get more details, I think it's a meet at the coffee shop on the um, Capital City Trail, but that's on eighteenth Saturday, the eighteenth of March. To get the finer details, uh, bike, uh, bike make fun dot fun. Fun. org.
0: You can find all the details there. Also happening on the 18th is the first of three um, Faulkner Cemetery Discovery tours. And these are free rides, but it's essential that you book so that um, because there's a, a limited number of places. The ride will run from 3 till 5pm on the 18th and we uh, will be starting from Faulkner Railway Station. So you can get up to the cemetery on the upfield and there will be two more rides after that in April and May, but if you want to get to this first one, um, it's a lovely tour. We did them last year with the Squeaky Wheel, and uh, it'll be uh, um, with curator Jane O'Neill, who will be talking about the history and contemporary sites of the Faulkner Memorial Park. So you can find details for that at thesqueakywheel.com.au.
1: Some great honey comes up from that way too, actually. There's a lot of fire oh, yeah. trees up there. Now, on um, Sunday the 19th of March, if you're starting to think that actually your clothes are a signifier of your ideas or class or upbringing, now's the chance you can throw it all away and relate to people socially with none of those signifiers. You don't have to look like the Sunday Age lift-out fashion guide. You just come as you are. Of course, I'm talking about the World Naked Bike Ride. That's Sunday, the nineteenth of March. It's starting at twelve. I haven't seen the start point yet. I presume it's on the north side of the city. Here's hoping. But if you um, need to kick a tick a few boxes to get things done in your life, that'd be one to do. <laughs> and the details for that ride will be up at bikefun dot org. Or if you just type in World <coughs> Naked Bike Ride, you will find interactive yep. maps, galleries, everything.
0: Yep. Also coming up on this weekend, uh, not in Melbourne, but uh, kicking off on the 18th is the Indian Pacific Wheel Race. So that'll be leaving from 6am from Perth over in Western Australia and heading over towards this way. So that'll be something to start keeping an eye on those little coloured dots as they move across the continent.
1: And as they ride across the continent... You can feel their pain. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what it's like, and you're somewhere close to getting into the ride.
0: Yeah, yep. and we'll be keeping an eye on them and uh, as trying to hopefully catch up with a few as they come through Melbourne. Um, coming up after that on the weekend of the 25th and 26th of March is the now annual Women's Ride. This time it's a two-day Festival of Women's Cycling. And if you go to thewomensride.com.au, you'll see that there's already some events listed. So you can jump on and register to join one of them. This year, there's also an app that you can use to uh, make some connections and find some new people to ride with. Alternatively, if you have a ride you're able to lead and you'd like to place it up there, no matter how small it is or long and and what type, it could be uh, any type of riding at all, then... um, You'll also find a way to get in touch and list your right at thewomensright.com.au.
1: There we go. That's been going for a few years now.
0: It's a few years now, yeah. Yeah. And that's all we have time for today. (laughs) You've been listening to the Yarrabug radio show on 3CR and. Like all the radio shows on 3CR, the Arabug radio show is run by volunteers. 3CR depends on the support of its listeners and those who uh, come on the show and get to talk about their projects and organisations. So if you'd like to help keep 3CR and the Arabug show on the air, you can do that by subscribing or making a donation at 3 cr